With untold millions of words written about him, it is logical to assume that there couldn't be anything new to discover. And yet new Lincoln biographies continue to pour out of publishing houses. Momentum will only compound as we near 2009, the 200th anniversary of his birth, and 2011 to 2015, the 150th anniversary of the Civil War years. An Enduring Legacy As a historian of ideas, I have long been fascinated by biographical history. One of my central questions has been the exploration of why the vast majority of historical luminaries flicker out before another generation comes on the scene, and why others endure. Fame itself has been reduced to fifteen minutes in our time, for a name to survive in the national consciousness for two generations is abnormal. Three generations is a miracle." Yet each new generation has found and continues to find something special in the sixteenth president, something no one wants to live without. What that something might be has never been more aptly summed up than by Lloyd Lewis in his landmark book, Myths After Lincoln. Lewis postulated that a nation doesn't really consider itself to be a nation until someone, against all odds, emerges from the mass and stands out against the sky. Many there are who tread the stages of their age acclaimed by thousands and appear to be heroes. Yet in the leveling field of death and with the perspective time brings, almost all crumble into the dust of forgottenhood. It takes almost superhuman qualities to survive, admired, honored, and loved, from generation to generation to generation, to evolve at last into imperishable myth, Lewis says. For ninety years America vainly struggled to produce such a towering figure of myth. Neither Jackson nor Jefferson made it, not even Washington, who was too austere, too cold in his perfections to claim anything more than their formal reverence and sober admiration. Besides, Lewis notes, all those heroes lived too long, and by no stretch of the imagination could their passing be construed as mysterious, miraculous, or sacrificial. All that changed in April of 1865. It was not until Lincoln had been assassinated and his body seen firsthand by 1,500,000 people that something truly miraculous took place. As they saw him stretched to his giant's length in the coffin, they remembered with awe how cool and strong he had seemed through those four years of terror now miraculously ended remembering how he had been abused during his lifetime, and how even his friends had mistaken his patience for weakness, the people began to revere him. Seeing his body go back to the common soil amid such sobbing pomp, they understood in full that he had sacrificed himself for them. Dimly, but with elemental power, they felt he had died out of love for the people. Under him the nation had become for the first time one, all questions of its division settled, its unity cemented in blood. More than that, the nation was at last a great world power. With Lincoln as leader, the young republic had defied Europe. Under him, four million Negro slaves had been set free. To have done what he had done, it seemed that he must, perforce, have been superhuman. Lewis noted that by the end of the war, Lincoln was already the chief American hero. His assassination, and he was the first American president to be murdered, elevated him into the pantheon of mythology overnight. Now, as was true with other heroes who had died for others, his betrayer was elevated into the mythology of arch-villains. Balder had his Loki, Arthur his Mordred, and Jesus his Judas. 
Now Lincoln's John Wilkes Booth displaced Benedict Arnold as the ultimate American villain. The catalyst for all this was perhaps the longest funeral in world history. For fourteen days the slow funeral train meandered one thousand seven hundred miles from the White House to Oak Ridge Cemetery in Springfield, Illinois. Hardly ever was there a moment without booming guns. Even in the middle of the night and during torrential rainstorms, grieving Americans waited faithfully by the tracks to see it pass at a somber twenty miles per hour. In cities, more than a million and a half people filed by the casket to take one last look at their fallen leader. Out of a U.S. population of thirty-one million, well over seven million saw the train or the catafalque. That's nearly one in every four living Americans. Thus the myth of Abraham Lincoln was born. But the true miracle is what has happened since. Ordinarily in biographical history, every hero is shown to have offsetting flaws.